I am curious, like the around the evidence, the evidence around vaping as a smoking cessation device is also still a little unclear to, to me. And, I, and I'm curious your, your take on this because I saw, you know, there's some studies that show that most smokers who do take up vaping um, continue to smoke. Whereas I've heard from other folks, even anecdotally, I hope our producer mm. Mike doesn't mind me saying this, but just before he was saying that vaping helped him smoke. So uh, helped him quit smoking. <laughs> so yeah, look, so the answer to that is it's beyond any reasonable doubt that vaping is the most effective quitting aid we've got. So it's not, it doesn't work for everyone, but yeah, there's right. a Cochrane review, which is the highest level of evidence for proving that a treatment works. And they've looked at randomised control trials. They conclude that there's high quality evidence, but that's in the randomised control trials. But there's been lots of other supportive evidence from population studies, observational studies, real world studies that show in the real world without support, it also works. And so when you bring all that together and what, with what's called triangulation, which is, means using different types of studies with different settings, with different strengths and weaknesses, it's, it's clear cut that vaping is an effective quitting aid and mm. probably the most effective. Not perfect, but, Not you know, perfect. it's a significant health about, issue and, yeah, if it's going to help. We're talking about a really difficult condition to treat. And if we yeah. can double the success rate, I mean, we're saving, we have the potential to save millions of lives. Yeah. 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 That's right. So what do you think, like, can you outline basically the model that you and, and other folks working in this space would be pushing for that, you know, what an evidence-based harm mm. reduction model would look like to regulating vaping? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what we would recommend is what's being used in other Western countries. So it's mm -hmm. nothing, nothing unusual or, or, um, uh, um, or, or made up, it's what's actually being used. So the idea is that vaping is a consumer product for adults. It's for adults who are otherwise unable to quit smoking and it's a substitute for cigarettes. It's mm -hmm. a substitute for deadly cigarettes. So it's a form of harm reduction. Uh, it's a better way of getting nicotine without the poisons uh, and it's uh, a much safer alternative. So the idea is that would be available just like cigarettes are to adult smokers with strict age verification from re licensed retail outlets. So they're readily accessible, at least as accessible as cigarettes. So from convenience stores, vape shops, supermarkets, where they sell cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And adults have a choice then to use the safer alternative or the deadly one. And that model's working well overseas, and that's what we'd like to see in Australia. And, you know, with that, you can introduce even harsher age restrictions. You can have CCTV for purchases. You need harsh penalties for underage sales, loss of licence for breaches of uh, age sales. Lots of ways to enforce, um, you know, age restrictions. But it's just a matter of recognising that it's absurd to allow deadly cigarettes to be available at every corner shop but for people to have to jump through hoops to get hold of a much safer alternative to help them quit. This is a serious danger to Australia.